The Side Piece A novel by J.M. Vela Narrated by Dr. Joe Vio Chapter 19 Chase took advantage of the 20-minute drive from the Ramada Inn to his home in Greenhaven Lake Estates to calm his nerves. While he intentionally planned to have the difficult conversation with Shonda in a public setting, in order to avoid a scene, he couldn't help but feel a bit rattled by her unexpectedly calm and controlled reaction. He knew her too well to believe she would just let him walk away from a three-year relationship. She was a fighter. Of course, all of this was mostly his fault. He let her believe that he would eventually divorce Marianne, and he had given it some thought once or twice, but he always came to the same conclusion. He loved both women, but Marianne was the mother of his children and the kind of woman a man of his social standing needed by his side. Marianne was intelligent, elegant, and polished. A bit predictable and boring, but constant, self-sacrificing and loving. He wondered if she had any inkling of his affair with Shonda. If she did, she never let on. Shonda, on the other hand, was sexy and voluptuous, street-smart and aggressive, especially in bed. She excited but worried him. She was the kind of person who acted on her emotions. He knew she could cause some serious damage to his marriage, especially now that she had nothing to gain from keeping quiet about their affair. He pulled the BMW into the covered carport and walked up the terrace steps to the front door. He was very proud of his house. It was the nicest property in their gated community. He had worked hard to build an idyllic life for himself, starting with his choice for a wife. Marianne was the model executive's wife. She had beautiful Aryan features, impeccable sophisticated taste, and truth be told, she was his intellectual superior. They both graduated from Brown University, but she was a Phi Beta Kappa, and he barely made it through. It was she who tutored him through the final exams. The dining room table was stylishly set for dinner when he let himself through the door, and the twins were sitting on the Persian rug engaged in a game of chess. Marianne was in the kitchen, dressed in Lululemon athleisure yoga pants and matching figure-fitting top, leaning over the stove. He walked up beside her. What's cooking beautiful? She smiled. You're home earlier than usual. I'm making scampi over vermicelli. I have a bottle of Chardonnay chilling in the fridge. Help yourself. He gave her a quick kiss on the cheek and opened the refrigerator to retrieve the bottle of wine. He opened it. She had already popped a cork and poured himself a glass. A glass of wine for the chef? Don't mind if I do. He poured a second glass and set it on the counter next to the cooktop. Here you go. Smells great. He made his way back to the dining room and walked in on a comical argument. 
Jackie, you dummy. You can't move the knight sideways. The knight only moves in a diagonal, declared JC. Put my pawn back on the board. You made that up, JC. You just don't want me to win. JC rolled her eyes. I told you, the knight can't go sideways. The castle goes sideways. Gosh! Jack got up and went to his father for support. Dad, JC says the knight can't move sideways. Go tell her to stop cheating. Chase looked at his son with sympathy. I hate to tell you this, buddy, but your sister's right. You need to give her back her pawn. JC's face wore a smug, triumphant expression, but Jack stomped his foot in frustration and dragged himself back to the board. I hate this stupid game. Let's play Hungry Hippo. Hungry Hippo is a baby game, JC pronounced. Just on cue, Marianne came through the dining room door, carrying a steaming platter of scampi. You two stop arguing and come to the table. Dinner's ready. The family sat together around the beautifully set table, said grace, and waited patiently for Marianne to serve each portion of the scampi and pasta. Jack helped himself to a heaping spoonful of shredded parmesan before letting his sister have her share. Once settled, the twins ate quietly and contently. Chase nodded appreciatively after his first bite. This is delicious, honey. Marianne gave a slight, tight-lipped grin as she settled into her chair after serving everyone else. Daddy? J.C. asked between well-chewed bites. May Jack and I watch a movie tonight? Chase looked to his wife, who shrugged. Well, I suppose so, but not a long one. I want the two of you in bed by nine. He glanced at Marianne. Mommy and I want to go to bed early. We're both tired. After dinner, Chase volunteered to oversee bath time for the twins while Marianne cleaned up the kitchen. He made sure they brushed their teeth and put on clean pajamas, then led them back downstairs to the family room. He negotiated a 50-minute Pixar cartoon and left them splayed out on the sectional couch, while he rejoined his wife in the kitchen. He opened a second bottle of Chardonnay and poured each of them a large glass. Marianne wiped her hands on the dish towel and picked up her glass. You're in especially good mood tonight. What gives? He clinked his glass to hers and smiled. I'm just feeling very blessed. I have everything I want in life right here. Have I told you lately that you are a fantastic wife? Actually, no, but don't let that stop you. She took a sip, laughing softly. You're up to something. Can you blame a guy for trying to seduce a beautiful woman? I suppose not. She peeked out into the family room. How long do you suppose before they fall asleep watching that movie? Not long, I hope. After 20 minutes and two more glasses of Chardonnay, the twins were sound asleep on the sectional. Chase picked up Jack and gently carried him upstairs, depositing him in his bed. He came back a few minutes later and did the same with Jacy, 
as Marianne followed him upstairs and went into the master bedroom to ready herself for a romantic evening. She selected a new black silk slip of a nightgown that skimmed her slender curves and stretched out seductively on the comforter. Chase wasted no time in stripping off his clothes and putting himself over her. Their lovemaking was playful and frantic, but completely silent, as they had long ago trained themselves to have silent sex so as not to wake the twins. Mommy! Daddy! Chase leapt up from Marianne's naked body and instinctively grabbed a pillow to cover himself. You forgot to lock the door, Chase, Marianne laughed. Go back to bed, J.C. Mommy and Daddy are just playing. J.C. shook her head insistently. No, you can't play right now. Jackie's jumping in the bed. Chase's face grew white. Jumping? What do you mean? His body is, is like jumping. I told him to stop, but he isn't answering me. Chase pulled the sheet and quickly wrapped it around his waist and ran behind Jacy to the twin-shared bedroom. He found Jack still under the covers of his bed, but his little body was shaking violently, nearly levitating. His eyes had rolled back in his head and he was making strange, gurgling sounds. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Jack, Daddy's here, buddy. Marianne, he's having another seizure. 